you can live out your MasterChef dream. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Chicken says, <laughs> I just want to thank all of you who voted to keep me on the Rancast. I certainly wouldn't have voted to do that, but what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. No, and the reason I know why you don't, no, yeah, let me explain to you the reason I know that you didn't want to vote for yourself is because you don't feel like working. Yes, you don't feel like working. I know you feel like running for office, but you can't run for office unless you got a platform. So you're going to have to just shut up for now because we got to get on, my friend. And I am glad they voted for you, too, because I did not want to be down here alone. I appreciate you and all that you do. I've got to get on, my friend, with Rancast number 95, Lewis Black's Rancast number 95, entitled Senator Chuck Gasly. That's right. That's Chuck Grassley, and it's the new name I've given him uh, so that I have a title for my podcast. And I call him that because, uh, first off, at the age of 89, he's going to run for office again. Okay, he's running for the Senate again. Do we need senators who have moved into that age category, especially senators uh, that I will get to a statement he made this week? uh, And I think that disqualifies him. Uh, but the good news is, is that maybe we do have a third party, the dinosaur party, Republicans, Democrats, and then those who are over the age of 85, maybe 80. I don't know. Maybe we can vote on that. Uh, but there's occasionally you got to say no. Uh, and I think 89 is uh, kind of a uh, 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 emergency, emergency. Nope. Uh, let's get back to Iowa and uh, talk to the people, teach a class, uh, wander from high school, maybe get a job uh Teaching is we run out of teachers, Chuck. That would help because we certainly don't need you in the Senate at this point. And why? Uh, because he just responded to the uh, to the uh, the money, the eighty billion dollars that was given to the IRS through the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. And what a brilliantly uh, named! It's uh, just nonsense. It, but they're all pumped up. The Democrats they're all pumped up. They're going to go out there. They're going to sell this thing, and they but they can't sell the president, can they? No, nope, because his approval rating is is sucky, suck, suck. 
But then again, we've got a whole bunch of things that are occurring, and but we're not going to solve any of our problems because we're too. It's all about winning. But uh, and that's what why Chuck's going to run because he's a winner, and this is truly winning on a level that. So his response, God, I'm stumbling over myself with with this with this because this is just it's tiresome to go through this week after week after week, huh? And, uh, you know, now there's flooding everywhere and uh, it's, you know, the, and it's and it's flooding in a metaphorical way, too. That's what this is about. So he responds to the 80 billion dollars. He says, are they going to have a strike force, meaning the IRS that goes in with AK-15s, <laughs> whatever, already loaded to shoot some small business person in Iowa with these? Yeah, that's what they're going to do with the money. You can't make this shit up, okay? You just can't make shit up, even if you are 89, all right? Nobody is going in. No IRS agent is going in to shoot small business people, all right? Come on, please. The reason that they put the money into that was because we're they literally, we're we're chasing and trying to track down people who really owe money. Not somebody, not a small business person, no one who's making less than $400,000. And even if they're making more than that, nobody's going in to shoot them. Stop it. Come on. We've already created a problem with the FBI with you guys, with the, with the amount of honking and nonsense over that. Like the, the, the FBI's all of a sudden turned into this uh, oppressive arm of the state. Come get a grip, please. Stop t- twisting and turning the truth into, uh, into lunacy and making everybody I know crazy, including myself, quite obviously, and the rubber chicken is exhausting. Come on, people. And then, it, 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 so he's going to run for office on, on the basis of this. $80 billion to, to, to bring them into probably the 19th century, literally, maybe the 20th, the end of the 20th. But he's, we're, we're miles behind in terms of the IRS, in terms of the, the machinery they got, and the, they needed to get new people. And, the, and that brought up the fact that the, many of the Republicans are saying, well, they're going to hire 87,000 new people. No. Let's make, once again, stop making shit up. It seems to me, and I've said it before, you, if you make up shit three times and you come up with some party line, both sides, if the shit's bullshit, Three times you're out, okay? That better than this. The, the, the three times you're back in prison rule, which is has its own fuck ups. But this has got to stop. It's it's reality we're talking about. Wow, and I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing stuff against. I'm much like the president, just throwing stuff against the wall. Former president, former leader. That's what he's doing. His Mar-a-Lago defense, I'm going to get a, we're going to deal with the Fourth Amendment. You shouldn't have your stuff checked. I'm going to get a master, whatever that is. I've never heard of that. I'm sure uh, I could look it up. I don't, I don't care. I've never seen that before. I'd never heard of it before. And you don't get to use the Fourth Amendment when that they believe that you've broken the law and you were asked for the stuff. So the Republicans stand up. Well, we because they come in. How come? And I watched the the Republican defendant the other day. Well, they shouldn't have. You know, they shouldn't be able to go in there. What do you mean? You they shouldn't? They asked him for the shit, and there's top secret shit there. And is he going to go to jail for that? I don't fucking know. He doesn't go to jail for anything. That I'm beginning to believe in. Doesn't go to jail for anything because I think there's a possibility he's a hologram. That's what I'm beginning to think because I'm losing my grip. They basically came up with the idea that the, the, what the IRS said was is if they got a chunk of change like $80 billion, what it meant was is that, the, you know, in terms of real terms, the, they could convert that to 87,000 employees. That's not what they were going to do, even though they probably need the 87,000 employees. They need more employees, that's for sure. They also need uh, modernized equipment. They need better computers. Don't we all? Don't we all? And meanwhile, Kevin McCarthy, who, who fancies himself to be the leader of the House, depending, but you got to vote first. Like, but, you know, not if you're in certain states, your vote's not going to count, apparently, depending on which side you're on. Uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Ugh. 
It, so McCarthy says, do you make $75,000 or less? Democrats, new army of 87,000 IRS agents will be coming for you. No, they won't be. Okay? And the reason that he said that is, is because it was a 700-page uh, document that was passed. And uh, since he wasn't going to vote for it, he didn't have to read it. And by not reading it, he didn't realize that, uh, that if you're making less than $400,000, nobody gives a shit. We're not coming for you. Okay? And when I say we're, it's the government. And I consider myself, yes, part of that uh, because I vote. <laughs> yes, I do. So, uh, no, you, 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 they're not going after people who are making less than $75,000. Not at this point. Uh, it's a waste of time, energy, and effort. Okay? Unless somebody did something really unbelievable <laughs> in terms of their taxes, like sent it in on... Uh, like, uh, you know, peeled off a Yoo-Hoo uh, milk um, label and then did their taxes on that. That they might check something out like that. But they don't have, uh, they're not hiring 87,000 people. Stop this. Stop fucking with reality. Okay? Please. It is, it's, we don't have the time for it. We don't have the energy for it. We have got to get our shit together. Okay? Why? Um, because uh, apparently uh, we have a t-shirt shortage. And I just saw yesterday that we have people aren't even in the state uh, who are teaching classes in other states. They're doing it through Zoom, not for uh, for reasons of, uh, you know, COVID, just because they don't, we're running out of teachers. Because for teachers finally said, fuck it, I'm sick of this. And they have every right to be sick of it, okay? They've been treated like shit for years. And they had a, a little time away and said, I don't want to be treated like shit. Maybe I can find uh, another job where I can be treated less shitty. Because the kind of sacrifice that teachers give is astonishing. Uh, the time, the energy, the effort. I've talked about this so many times and the, the rants that I've gotten from teachers about it. And the fact that yeah, there was one I think I read last week. I'm not sure if it will be been on the air yet, but it will be. Uh, you know, where they're one of the persons said that they, you know, that people uh, do the sacrifice, uh, you know, that they, they shouldn't be sacrificing and they and they shouldn't be sacrificing uh, uh, money to buy uh, stuff and, and and taking it as a badge of honor is what the, the person was saying. They shouldn't have to be in that position at all or defend it or make it more than what it is. It's they're getting fucked is what it is. And, and now it's not only that, it's the parents coming in to, to deal with them and harass them over this because the parents are slightly addled from what being locked up for this amount of time with their kids, with their kids. And now they now they think they really know their kids better. So they're they're in there kind of come on, you kind of really make my kid do this thing. And, uh, you know, and they, and, they, and they had to deal with people who wear masks, don't wear masks. And then the. Uh, the, the school boards, which are now some of them loaded with folks who uh, give a shit about not the education um, at all, but about um, really about what they think is uh, creeping uh, socialism in the classroom or history. They, you know, you don't want to teach history that makes a child feel bad. I, I've been through all this. We continue to go through it. And that is why I'm only repeating this, because this is why many teachers are marching away. And we're saying bye bye. And the other is, here's a little stunning fact. In the last 25 years, from the 25 years ago to now, adjusted for inflation, a teacher's salary is, and this is astonishing, um, on the average, they get $29 more a year. $29. $29 more a year. Not even 30 $29. Maybe they rounded it off. Maybe it was $29.17. But you didn't mention the 17 cents. And 29 bucks. That's what teachers are getting more per year after 25 years. Huh? Adjusted for inflation. I, 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 it's, it's so wrong on so many levels that uh, I, I, they're, not, they're not even words. Not even words that describe it, except for me to kind of 
have uh, you know steam come out of my ears and and uh, and out of my nose, and then followed by all sorts of uh, blood and excess brain matter. There's a delightful image. Uh, I also uh, have spent this week wondering um, why they keep calling it Trump World. Okay, the people in Trump World just just stop it. Okay, it's not an amusement park. There's nothing amusing about it. You don't call it Trump World. Just refer to the person who used to work for the former president who is under indictment for or who's being investigated or who's uh, who Mar-a-Lago was, uh, you know, um, that the uh, they went in to see exactly what things he had there. And some of the folks who worked for him there, not in Trump world, there's something about it that makes it seem satiric or undercut, it just kind of undercuts the fact he was the president. This isn't like uh, some sort of a, a fraternity with a, a fraternity sorority, the Trump world. No. It's uh, the former president. Call him the former leader, uh, which is not really fair on my part, but I'm a comic. But, but to have news people call it Trump world, stop it. All right? Just stop it. Find a way to give us information without commenting on the fucking thing. Okay? Because all that does is it, on one side, it makes the people feel, yes, it is the Trump world. And on the other side, people go, ah, Trump world. So enough. And I'm not even making points that I should be making. I, I'm so happy that the rubber chicken is back, and I really appreciate the comments on that, by the way, before I get on. I did, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to get to her, but my mother, but before I do, it should be noted that, um, where is it, the, uh, let me see, hold on. An appellate court uh, this week denied a parentless, parentless 16-year-old's request for an abortion saying she's not sufficiently mature to make the decision. So the girl um, identified as a Jane Doe uh, lives with a relative over and is overseen by child welfare authorities and Florida law allows minors to seek a judge's approval to terminate a pregnancy if they are reluctant to get their parents' permission. In a handwritten petition 10 weeks into her pregnancy, the teen says she was not ready to have a baby, still in school, and unable to receive support from the father. Her guardian agreed, but a trial judge denied her request. The appellate judge affirmed that the ruling writing that the girl's evaluation of the benefits and consequences of her decision is wanting. Oh, God. The, she can appeal again, which is good. Um, but she's uh, only got a few weeks because uh, you have to terminate that pregnancy in 15 weeks. So she's immature. She cannot decide to have an abortion, but she's mature enough to raise a child. Somebody has to fucking explain that to me. Okay? Child says she's not ready to have a baby. Okay? She's 16 years old. I'm not ready. Please. I'm throwing myself on the mercy of the court, and the court has no mercy. What, where, uh, where, what, how did we spin so fucking out of control? Is everybody, did that, I, I mean, I thought I was traumatized by the time I spent in, away from society. But this is it, just week after week of bullshit and nonsense and vertigo. I am fucking, uh, uh, everyone is kind of standing around dizzy, and that is as dizzy as it gets. Mature enough. To to uh, to raise a child, <laughs> but not mature enough to decide not that I not to have the child. <laughs> well, well, you you can't you can't have it both ways, okay? Can't. Also along that line, and I'm, I, I may get to this next week. Activist, this is a headline. Activists push to get fetuses person status. Activists push to get fetuses person status. God. I, 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 and then we're into a whole other, you know, 
tornado of shit. I'm, I'm running out of things to call. I'm running out of weather images. Okay. I went to see uh, my mom, though, and that was really something. She's I hadn't been there in a while, and uh, she's uh, you know she's hanging in. She's really remarkable. Not as much here as she was, uh, you know, this time, mostly there, but uh, kind of remarkable stories that are kind of based in reality uh, or and are based in reality, but then kind of go in a in a strange direction. She did uh, tell me uh, that she was uh, had been uh, teaching immigrants and uh, and talked a bit about that class. My mother was a teacher. Uh, I don't believe she taught immigrants, but she may have at some point. I certainly have not heard that story before. I, I think she's kind of, um, what do they call it? You know, put it mashing, uh, mashing together her teaching uh, experience with um, uh, about about the the family or you know her parents being immigrants um, or something, uh, but. What was amazing is, you know, what she was trying to tell the immigrants and she was trying to teach them how to, to work within our society. It's kind of uh, remarkable. She also, uh, she, she hates where she's living and she loves where she's living. And uh, they picked a remarkable place, really. And uh, it's turned a bit now, but uh, she's, she, you know, is very happy to be there. You, you'll see, uh, you probably saw the picture of it on. Twitter. It was, it was good to be with her. And then in two weeks, uh, on September 8th, my mother celebrates her 104th birthday, which is way beyond anything my mind can comprehend. My mind can't get its head around it. I'm, I'm dealing with a world that my mind is and can't get its head around in terms of the, the, the reality of that. And then the real reality of 104, that uh, there she is right back there with pop and uh, good looking couple. Uh, but can't get my head around that 104. I mean, people are stunned. I'm stunned. Uh, and boy, what you want, you want to live that long? I don't know. So people say, uh, I don't think I lived the, the kind of healthy lifestyle that they did. And uh, I, uh, you know, and she's, uh, She's beginning to fade a little, and it's it's sad to watch. And I kind of see my future, and, and I get a little sad. Um, but uh, it was it was really great to see her. And I will be talking about what I was the other reason I was there and didn't get to spend as much time as I wanted to was I'm trying to locate. This is will become a bit my act. I'm fairly certain, um, but just. I'm trying to find her birth certificate. I can't. It's not in my apartment here. I've looked everywhere. I thought it was. I found her social security card uh, because she has one of those real IDs and the state. And I believe, well, I believe it's a federal law now. Uh, even though she got the real ID, you then have to bring in a copy of your birth certificate and your um and the uh, the proof that you of the place you're living, uh, and the social security card. I can't find the can't find it. I was at, it was hours and hours and hours on the phone, and I thought oh, I'm going to find it in the safe deposit box she's got. No, nope, not there. Even though it's a ton of material in there, uh, extraordinarily, uh, well documented. Nobody documented their life better than my mother has documented her life. Nobody. Um, unless they were writing their uh, autobiography. Uh, even I, in my mini memoir uh, of nothing sacred, in a mini memoir it was, uh, didn't, didn't document my life the way my mother has documented hers. And I went through stacks of paper, seeing literally the history of my father and going through the history of my brother again. And it was, uh, it was, it was great. And it was, uh, Sad and I, uh, and a little bit of grief uh, washed over me, but um, it was, uh, but it's really uh, uh, extraordinary to see how well she kept her records and how <laughs> she didn't keep 
her birth certificate. And I'm spending hours after this, I stumbled onto someone here in the city of New York who believes that if I take down the power of attorney that I have to, uh, down to downtown to the uh, city files there that I will be able to get my mother's birth certificate. And I'm kind of excited about that just before her birthday, just before her birthday, I'll be able to prove. And what's truly extraordinary about this, just the punchline as it looms out there in the future of my act is that by getting, but you know, that, that I have to get this so that if my mother uses her real ID to travel, uh, that it will be a legitimate real ID. The fact that all she needs this ID for, as far as I can tell, is uh, to be able to get prescription drugs, right? Because you know how many people want to get their hands on, well, I, I would like to know whatever it is, the longevity pill she's taking, but, you know, that uh, that's, who's who's trying to steal my mother's drugs? Nobody. Uh, I don't think there's a heavy black market for for people taking these the, the drugs my mother's taking. Maybe a little teeny, you know, it's not uh, opioids. It's not, uh, she's not selling blow, uh, not selling marijuana. <laughs> it's just, just she, she needs her uh, ID so she can travel. And she can't even get, I can't even get her down to uh, the place that they uh, they want her to come to, the Department of Motor Vehicles, so she can get her card re-upped. I have to do all of that. Um, myself or uh, one of the caregivers will have to do it if I can't be there because she can't travel, can't travel the seven and a half miles where they think she's getting on a plane. God damn it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, that'll be next week's, well, not next week's, the week after. And, uh, and so um, let's see, I'm going to leave you with this. And finally, uh, Utah from, has seen a surge in payments of delinquent child support following passage of a law that denies deadbeat dads hunting and fishing licenses. Now, that was a very smart move by the state of Utah. That's right. Since the law took effect, 2,900 uh, licenses were denied to delinquent applicants who subsequently coughed up the $9.9 million in payments. A uh, state official held the new strategy saying that in the, the child support world, it's very hard to move the needle on collections. Hunting and fishing will do it, and I'm glad to hear that. I am glad to hear that. My friend Kathleen Madigan, I think, uh, does some work for the Tennessee folks about uh, telling folks to get their licenses. Their, I think they're fishing licenses. Could be wrong. God knows. My memory sucks. But... Uh, I'll tell you what didn't, it was, I'm just so glad to have uh, once again had this time with you. I feel much better getting uh, a lot of that off my chest, and I hope uh, it, it helped you to hear me get it off my chest. Uh, I, I waited till Monday, and I was hoping that maybe there'd be some more things coming and uh, be able to talk. Nothing happened over the weekend. I usually try to do this on a Friday or a Saturday, and... Uh, start collecting this stuff again, but uh, nothing came through on the weekend. So good. Good for us. We had a, we, we didn't, we just continued to do uh, news of conjecture. What if they're going to run? What if? Who happens? You know, can we get some news? Could we try to have some news? What's another way? How do we find teachers? Maybe some of that would be nice. Not so much conjecture, but maybe a little uh, ooh, uh, research if you, in, rather than trying to whip us into a frenzy of fear. Maybe some research. Maybe you're, oh, if you're for this group, you're fucked. Oh, if you're for this group, you're fucked. What about, what about why don't we try to find something that, where we're not fucked, where we can bring the two groups together in the non-fuckable position that we should be in uh, so we can move forward? Okay, into the it's the 21st century. Let's get our shit together now, please. And thanks to all the folks who uh, helped me out today with the rants that they sent in. I continue to uh, stockpile more of them uh, before I hit the road. And uh, we'll get some more out to you next week. Some new ones. You take care of each other, please. And enjoy the rest of the summer.
I'm going to try to. I didn't get a vac- proper vacation. I hope you did. You need one of the, you need 10 days. You need to get past that point where you stop thinking about the madness. Either the madness in your head, the madness in your family, the madness, whatever it is that's bothering you, that you really do get away. And I haven't. So I'm still here. <laughs> but I'm glad to be spending this time with you uh, because it does help me get away when I talk to you. And I hope I help you get away. All right. Take care. It's always a pleasure. Bye for now. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dream. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This comes to us from Shane Casanel. Always a pleasure to hear from uh, our neighbors. Hello from the great white north. What the fuck is going on in your country? I mean, no, seriously. The rest of the world is known for a long time what a shit stain the United States of America really is. Big guns and bigger mouths spouting off about how great the place is with all the glassy-eyed fanaticism of a Paul Pot re-education camp cheerleader. <laughs> Any decent semblance of being a model of democracy evaporated when you elected a narcissistic grifter whose most compelling attributes comprised of deceit, the inability to accept any constructive criticism and an open desire to turn the United States of America into a despotic dictatorship. Holy fuck, Lewis, convince me, please, that this is a bad reality show and hand me the fucking remote. The rest of the world secretly, some not so secretly, uh, wants the United States to have American exceptionalism be its downfall. It's high entertainment to say the least, but for fuck's sake, keep it on your side of the border. I've had discussions here in Ontario with people who have quoted your constitution when telling me mistakenly what their rights are. More specifically, that they have a right to own a gun, a handgun. That kind of crazy is blown across the border in the form of news programming that would make any Soviet broadcaster proud. I'd like to add another oxymoron into the lexicon. Truth social. Talk about fucking irony. As hilarious as it is to watch the USA bullshit itself into civil war with alternative facts, it's dangerous as fuck for everyone else. I could go on and on, but there's no point. 
It's a rant into thin air because the people who should maybe take a second to consider a different point of view are only listening to themselves. So, Lewis, when it's time to flee, look up, follow the stars north, and head to Canada. Somebody wants me. (laughs) Sorry about that. So, Lewis, when it's time to flee, look up, follow the stars north, and head to Canada. We have lawn chairs set up and popcorn to munch on while we watch the U.S. flush itself down the shitter. We have a chair just for you. Well, please keep that chair open. I'm really glad you have that chair for me, Shane. Sorry about that little interruption there. I thought I turned the fucking thing off, but that shows how stupid I am. Um, yeah, we need to hear more of those. Uh, we need to get that kind of sense of what people see. They, people don't, and it wouldn't bother. I read this, and the people who you're saying wouldn't uh, wouldn't respond to your, uh, um, you know, <laughs> the people who should consider a different point of view are certainly not um, not going to listen to me. Here's a, a rant disguised as a list. From Barbara Rosenau. Hi, Lewis. I was having dinner with some friends last night, and one asked what hidden items we thought the FBI raid would find at Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. Here's our top 10 answers. Number one, Trump's moral compass. Number two, thousands of McDonald's gift cards plus a bucket of KFC. Number three, Hunter Biden's laptop. Number four, Melania's personality. Number five, 11,780 fabricated Georgia mail-in ballots from the 2020 election filled out in Trump's handwriting. Number six, Marla Maples prenup. Number seven, a signed copy of Machiavelli's The Prince bequeathed to him by his father, Fred Trump. Eight, Trump's University of Pennsylvania 1.7 GPA transcript, all the money he failed to pay his carpenters, plumbers, and casino contractors. And boy, that would be a fine, wouldn't it? Huh? Nobody believes you tell people that. Ten. Miss Clarol, number 45, Golden Showers Blonde Hair Dye. We concluded that the Federal Department of Justice raid, coupled with the state of New York's civil probe and the January 6th committee investigation, predicts a cataclysmic storm on the horizon. Trump will continue to plead the fifth and deny responsibility and accountability. We can only hope that justice will ultimately prevail. Well, he seems to seems to certainly have some sort of a goddamn magical uh, power over justice. It's, it's really extraordinary. You know, not since his mentor, Roy Cohn, have we seen this. Well, we'll see. <laughs> that was very good. That was, a, that was a terrific list, Barbara, and a smart one. <laughs> I enjoyed reading it. Thank you. And here comes an anonymous rant. I think for obvious reasons. This is not going to be a traditional subject for you. As someone from outside the United States who is living here, getting a green card now is like buying a ticket for the fucking Titanic. We came here looking for better lives for our family, better opportunities, and of course, freedom and privacy. What the fuck was wrong with me? How did I miss all the national and international news? Huh? The five-foot picture of Donald fucking Trump at the fucking entrance to the United States Embassy, where many of us stood in line for our visa interviews, should have been my first clue. Now I have invested four years of my fucking life here in this shithole country. That's right. Remember, our fucking president, not the current one, but, but you know. When I came here at first, it was all glamorous and shiny. But soon the reality kicked in. We knew about six months in that we were fucked. Immigration system destroyed. Muslim bans. The fucking public charge rule. 
Yeah, that Cheeto did some fucked up shits, <laughs> losing the popular vote, and he still ended up in the office of the presidency? Huh? Uh, not expected from the land of the free. It should be more like land of the free, white, and fucking Christians. And now, in 2022, only men. I'm not a Muslim or a Christian, and this is important for the fucking context, because you know the internet. I am not a Muslim or a Christian, but seeing that Supreme Court decision to allow fucking football coaches to lead the team of public fucking school players in mandatory prayer is fucked up. You know, the school district will lose its shit if the same thing was done by a Muslim or a Jew. Oh, man, it would be a fucking field day for everyone. Media, presidents, even the fucking queen would be like, what the fuck? Talk about double standards and hypocrisy. Taking back fucking freedoms from women after 50 years. Oh, man. The downfall of America started on January 20th, 2017 at noon. This country may only have one to two free elections before the god of Cheeto declares autocracy. I see hardworking Americans. I hope this country changes its fucking direction. Don't even get me fucking started on guns and health care. This is the land of profit on fucking everything. God forbid they haven't created a fucking $9.99 per month oxygen service. God bless these fucking United States. Thank you, sir, ma'am, whomever you anonymously are. Um, once again, if you've got, you, if you feel that this is, he's wrong, or she's wrong, or whoever it is is wrong, could be anyone, because it's anonymous, but it's from someone who literally um, came here from another country and is upset that uh, what they saw when they got here. That'll be better. What they saw when they got here. Something you might want to respond to, those of you out there who were. Mm -hmm. More to come. More to come. People are a little more pissed now about this whole thing. Jeff F. has sent this our way, and I'm glad he did. I'm not an expert, but I feel confident in saying that anyone that commits a mass shooting is mentally ill. And if anyone disagrees with this, then they are, uh, well, mentally ill themselves. Almost always, these disgusting acts of violence are committed using assault weapons. Nobody, nobody needs a weapon of war to hunt or even defend themselves. My views on this are largely based on the fact that uh, I am mentally ill. I suffer from bipolar disorder and clinical depression, and I know that I shouldn't own a fucking gun of any kind. Don't worry. I see a therapist regularly, and I'm on my meds to control my disease. And in case anyone out there says that it isn't a disease, then let me be the first to tell you that you are wrong. Fucking wrong, and you're a fucking a incompassionate prick. Huh? But, but, but I digress. Luckily, I have what most of those fucking psychotic murderers don't have. Access to mental health care and people that love me and encourage me in my battle against this disease. Recently, our federal legislature passed the first gun reform bill in 40 years. Oh, I applaud them for including funding for mental health care in that bill. But unfortunately, the bill does not ban assault weapons, and did not include mandatory background checks. Therefore, the mentally ill and fucking criminals can still purchase fucking guns. What the actual fuck? Democrats admit that more gun reform is needed, but the Republicans won't consider any further cooperation because it will infringe on their poor little Second Amendment rights. Boo fucking who, you Republican whores? That's right. I said whores. They all take money from the knuckle-dragging NRA and get in bed with them. The only difference between them and actual sex workers is the fact that when you pay a sex worker, they make you feel good in the end. Don't get me wrong. 
not against the concept of the Second Amendment, even though it hasn't been updated since the Revolutionary War against the Brits, our nation's founders had no clue that there would one day be weapons that could be used to kill a classroom full of children in just seconds. It is very clear that right-wing fucknuts have never actually read the Second Amendment. The first three words of the amendment contain the phrase, well-regulated. That's correct. Well-regulated. If all of this isn't bad enough, just a few days ago, a mass shooting occurred in a mall near Indianapolis. The shooter was killed by a shopper that was legally toting a gun. Indiana recently did away with any regulation on owning or carrying a gun. This probably explains why it has the second highest increase in gun violence in the United States. But again, I'm digressing. I agree that this guy acted heroically. But now the right-wing gun nuts are using this to explain why everyone should be able to own and carry guns without any regulation. But try to explain that to the people that the shooter was able to kill before that hero took him out. Those victims would surely say that no heroic act would have been needed if that deranged fucker was background checked, found to be mentally ill, and kept the fuck away from guns. Thanks for letting me rant. Now I need to take an antidepressant. Thank you, Jeff. A rant from Andrew Unger, uh, somebody who actually knows stuff. Lewis, I'm a neonatologist. That means I'm one of the few thousand medical doctors in the United States who specializes in taking care of sick and premature babies which means I know more about pregnant women and newborns with medical problems than almost anyone else. Unbelievably fucking more. And neonatology is about as pro-fucking life a job as you can do. I mean, if you stop to think about it, neonatologists keep one-pound babies alive. And what I truly wish low-information pro-lifers would just stop saying, and I've heard it many times, is, well, in Vermont, a mother can decide not to be pregnant an hour before she's ready to deliver and have an abortion. And that, Lewis, is complete and utter fucking bullshit. I'm going to repeat that for you, Andrew. And that is complete and utter fucking bullshit. No one actually aborts that sort of baby. First off, Roe versus Wade specifically restricted abortion rights to the first two trimesters. Women with uncomplicated pregnancies in the third trimester who request an abortion are incredibly rare to begin with, and they don't get abortions. They get admitted to a psych clinic. Maybe they're homeless and depressed or suffering continuing abuse or drug addicted. They need help. Something bad is going on, and hopefully the doctors or social services or the police can find out. Maybe two or three times in my career, I've been doing this for over 40 fucking years and have the varicose veins to prove it. I've had to go talk to a mother who was more than 22 months pregnant, the current borderline of viability, and describe exactly what is so wrong with her unborn child that it is so untreatable that I'm advising her to have an abortion. Advising her to have an abortion because maintaining her pregnancy will make her terribly sick and might even kill her for no good reason. Because if there isn't anything physically wrong with her unborn child and the pregnant woman in the third trimester is safe now in the hospital. And if her issues actually are being addressed, and that's a huge fucking if, and her pimp isn't going to kill her, or social services has found her a decent place to live, or she's on lithium for manic depression, or her fucking uncle is in jail for child molestation and hopefully taking it dry up the ass hourly, she ends up deciding to have her baby. And the newborn goes up for adoption, or doesn't. Depends on mom's particular situation. For the morbidly curious, when doctors do perform a destructive 
third trimester abortion, it almost always is because the fetus's head is too big or its body too deformed to deliver safe vaginally. And the mother's blood pressure is so high that she's going to stroke unless we get it done. And that's it. Period. In Pennsylvania and New Jersey for 42 years and well over 100,000 pregnancies. And in fucking Vermont, too. I've worked there. So blow it out your ass with this particular right to life trope. And in general, if you want to impose rules written exclusively by Middle Eastern men over 2000 years ago on women living in the United States in 2022, just admit it's a control trip and that you don't want to trust the women involved and their friends and their nurses and the social workers and sometimes even the police, not to mention the fucking irresponsible neonatologists like me, who are all trying to help to come together and make responsible decisions about terminating pregnancies. Because you know better, in which case you can go fuck yourself. Neonatologist Andrew Ugger, uh, I owe you thanks for that. It's always good to have someone who knows what they're talking about. Tell us what's going on out there. Because uh, the level of ignorance, including my own, is staggering. Staggering. Thank you. Rage from RW. Ruptured ectopic pregnancy continue to bleed for 10 days because the ER had to turn you away. Miscarriage, hmm? no heartbeat. Hmm? Refuse care for two weeks, risking sepsis. Early labor at 16 weeks and the baby is already starting to deliver. Can't do a 15-minute D and E. Woman induced to labor for hours and delivers, hemorrhaging a liter of blood. How many more will be put in danger when doctors can't help their patients because they don't know what they can do without the threat of prosecution? People are going to die. Wow. (laughs) I've been going through these. I'm sorry, folks. That was, I'm not sorry about that, R.W. That was right to the point. Um, I just I'm finding it's hard to find the lighthearted ones. <laughs> oh man, and I don't mean to laugh after that, but I just did. Thanks for you know getting that out there. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Aaron Bergeron has sent this along. <laughs> I haven't, haven't heard somebody scream about this car or, or, or cars in a while. This is <laughs> this car. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to read it. Who the fuck does Dodge think they're fucking kidding? For reasons I'll explain in a separate rant, I found myself running service calls in a rental car, specifically a Dodge Ram 1500 with a 5.7 liter V8 engine. I don't know what that means. I'm really terrible when it comes to cars. I stopped driving. That's how terrible I was. But I certainly knew nothing about engines. Now, I've got no issues with pickup trucks. My personal car is a pickup truck. My issue is with Dodge somehow trying to pretend an engine whose combustion chambers could be filled with three two liters of Coke is somehow fuel efficient. Hmm? There is this little light on the dashboard that says eco. When you push on the gas, it goes out. When you take your foot off the gas, the light comes to life. As if to say, hey, great job keeping Al Gore from getting mad. It's fucking ridiculous. Tell you what, Dodge, get rid of that little useless light and give pickup drivers 
back their gauges that got taken away in the 2000s that used to allow you to monitor actual useful info, like my oil pressure, transmission fluid temperature, and other things that uh uh-huh are good to keep an eye on while towing 5,000 pounds of shit on a trailer. Thank you, Aaron. Nobody's not a lot of people screaming about the Dodge, but I know what you're <laughs> the Dodge pickup truck, the Dodge Ram. That's good. It'd be a great ad. <laughs> Chris Bates is uh, pissed about something that's been pissing me off as I search for my mother's uh, her, my mother's birth certificate. Uh, you'll be hearing about that soon enough. How much of my life is is waiting on the fucking phone for the next representative. Today, I waited 26 minutes, then got the rep, then got disconnected after she verified my identity. Did she call me back? Are you fucking kidding me? I called back, waited another 26 minutes for a polite rep who invited me to call back if I had any problems. Are you fucking kidding me? I did have more problems and had to call them back again. But wait for the happy ending. Only had to wait 22 minutes this time. 74 minutes. I'll never get back. But at least I know that they appreciate my patience and think that my call is important. It certainly is, Chris. Boy, I know that wait. And then the music they play, you didn't even bring that up. You're being very polite. That little or whatever the fuck they play that drives you nuts. It's unbelievable. And I've been through this. Uh, I was literally on the phone the other day for uh, trying to get through to the uh, the Maryland Department of Motor Vehicles, uh, and then and then and then even when you get there and start getting the that then then even that's madness. But but uh, you're absolutely right, Chris. We're waiting forever now, you know, because we're in a full employment economy and people don't want to do this. Thanks, Chris. Just a couple of weeks after Chris Bates was <laughs> screaming about waiting so long for somebody to, you know, actually answer the phone call he made, and then, <laughs> and then, and then they, he got dropped. This came in two weeks later from Wayne Baker, <laughs> and also just it pisses you off so much you just get it off your system and move on. It is Wayne B from Central Pennsylvania again. Here is my brief but spectacular rant. Every time I call a hospital, store, online merchant, I get, please listen carefully because our menu has recently changed. What the fuck? Huh? This has been going on for a decade or more. These bozos should be forced to, number one, drop that opening after 60 days after it changes. We are not stupid at the other end. Huh? And two, give us, the customers, goddammit, the most important folks on the call, an First option, to be connected to someone. Give my best to your mom. I, I certainly will. I was th- just there yesterday, and I told her what the what all of you folks out there, and I wasn't able to be specific about you, Wayne, but I passed on uh, how much you guys and all of you uh, send you, always send your love to her. <laughs> but better is as good as, man, that... That's a, I'd like, it is that option to speak to someone. You can push the zero. That used to work. That doesn't work. I mean, nothing, you know, drop that opening after 60 days. <laughs> yep. Ain't going to happen. Thanks, Wayne. If, if only they'd listen. If only we had an effect on fucking anything. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkind. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, 
Thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.